We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Good morning, everybody. I'm Bart Winkler. I got Ryan Horvath with me for the start of this program. Most of this podcast will be late night taping of Bucks Clippers post game. But I did just want to start with Horvath as we've been talking to him Fridays. Just real quick here Pro Bowl games, not even sure what they are. No reason to talk about it. Super Bowl picks and props we'll have for you next weekend. And uh, did just want to, you know, five, five, five good minutes with Horvath because I know that he's a big Tom Brady fan and. Uh, you had a lot to say after Tom Brady uh, retired. So if you want to take the floor and give us your favorite Tom Brady memory. Uh, my favorite Tom Brady memory. I liked when he threw three interceptions in the second half and we still couldn't beat him. <laughs> yeah, that was a good memory. I like when Tom Brady uh, threw the ball to James White in that Super Bowl because I had James White over three and a half receptions. So that was a pretty cool moment. No, I mean, Tom Brady – when it's all said and done, he'll be recognized as the greatest quarterback to ever play the game. I don't think he was the most talented quarterback to ever play the game, though. I think that would be probably, let's be honest, Patrick Mahomes. Well, uh, and the, like takes like that, I saw, you know, your boys Mike and Mag Dog back in first take, and Francesca's trying to make waves again. He's like, Brady wasn't the most talented. It was Joe Montana. It's like, no one's going to fight you on that. It's Joe Montana. There was a fight. Joe Montana, by the way. I'll fight about that, and, though. And Tom Brady. But watch Joe. Go watch Joe Montana. Oh, I have. They look the exact same. They no, play they really the exact do. same. They throw the exact same. Yeah. But, like, oh, Tom Brady's not the most talented. It's Mahomes. No one's going to fight you on that. Well, right. Exactly. Like, Brady's always going to have the most impressive resume because probably, I would assume, nobody's going to win eight, nine Super Bowl rings. But you watch Mahomes every Sunday. You watch guys like Aaron Rodgers. Dan Marino, who have a combined one ring, held Brett Favre. Like, they could just make throws that Brady could never make. But, hey, if you're down three, two-minute drill, and you want to go win a football game, Tom Brady's the guy that you would want at quarterback. So I was kind of shocked, actually. We had Jason Lock and Four on the night before, and he made it sound like it was Brady to San Francisco for one last year, which made complete sense, right? Because guys like Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers in their 40s aren't good enough to do what they did a decade ago, and that's carry mediocre teams to 11, 12 wins. Guys like Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers need to be surrounded 
by weapons. Like that's why Brady won a Super Bowl in Tampa Bay because it was Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, yeah. a younger version of Lenny Fournette, Rob Gronkowski, a pretty good offensive line. But then on the other side, a top 10 defense. So, you know, I thought San Francisco made complete sense because Brady has enough money. He's got a bunch of money waiting for him in the broadcast booth. Although I don't want Greg Olson to lose his job. And I kind of like how Greg Olson's sticking up for what's his. That yeah. makes me like G-Reg a Again, bit. make it a three-man booth if you're going to do anything. Or have Brady take over Sean Payton's role for a year. I don't know. I just don't think it's really fair, but that's life. Uh, so, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, I uh, Brady's going to have the best resume, of course. I don't think he's the most talented quarterback ever to play the game. But um, I thought San Francisco made complete sense. Uh, that's what I was talking about. Jesus. I like that Rex Ryan two days ago was like, I'm telling you right now, it'll be Sean Payton to the Saints, Tom Brady to the Saints. Well, so that's why Brady to San Francisco made sense if he wanted to win one more ring because they have Debo, they have Brandon Ayuk, Christian McCaffrey, and then a top 10 defense. Brock Purdy's not going to be able to throw a football for six months. Now it looks like San Francisco is just going to start Trey Lance, and then they have the built-in excuse of, okay, well, Purdy can't throw for six months. We weren't able to have a real quarterback competition. So I was kind of surprised to see Brady retire because Lock and Forrest said Brady to San Francisco made sense. He said Lamar Jackson has played his last game as a Raven, which I find to be shocking. He thinks Lamar is going to the NFC South. He said either Carolina or Atlanta. Man, Atlanta would be a really good fit. He said Aaron Rodgers to Vegas to reunite with Devontae Adams. I don't know. Devontae Adams tweeting about that Thursday morning. And that's what it looks like. So, yeah, I was kind of surprised to see Brady hang it up. Maybe he just woke up, walked on the beach, and he was like, I can't do this anymore. I'm old. I'm done. But, yeah, that's what it looks like, though, man. It looks like Lamar's played his last game as a Raven, which is crazy. Rodgers is probably reuniting with Devontae, which really quickly on that. If you're in Rodgers – I know that you think that you're still Aaron Rodgers, and I still think he is a top 10 quarterback in this league. But if you want to win a Super Bowl, I don't know why you'd want to go to the AFC, and I don't know why you would want to be. That's why, Horvat, there's all this, like, you know, now there's the conversation has moved into, look at the NFC. Everyone sucks again. The Eagles are very good, and they're in the Super Bowl, but they had tremendous health. And so if it's not, you know, why don't you run it back? But again, we're running back in eight and nine team is what I just want to say. Yeah. But so if I'm Aaron Rodgers, I want to be in San Francisco. I'll be a commander. I want to stay in Green Bay, but it doesn't look like they want him to stay in Green Bay. So I don't know. I just don't know why you would want to go to the Raiders. I get playing with Devontae and all those weapons, but that's not a very good defense. And now you're in the same division as Sean Payton and Russell Wilson and the Broncos. Patrick freaking Mahomes, who's in the AFC championship game every year. Justin Herbert with Kellen Moore calling plays. I just, I don't know. I'd want to stay in the NFC if it was about winning the Super Bowl. But I guess that decision isn't really up to him. So, uh, yeah. Um, I don't know. I, uh, I Oh, one, th- one other thing I want to bring up Brady-wise, because I'm going to bring this up, CBS Sports Radio hosting on the 4th. Oh, before you, before you bring up yours. So the reason I think actually it all makes sense. The reason Brady retired... Sean Payton takes the Denver job. He thinks he could go fix Russell Wilson. He has a top five defense. Brady wanted to play for Sean Payton, remember, either in Vegas or Miami. Miami comes out and says they're still committed to Tua. Also, that's not a very good defense. So I think Brady was like, there's really nowhere for me to be other than, you know. Well, there was one report it was Tampa Bay or retirement. 
Yeah, and you don't want to go back to Tampa Bay. I don't think anything changes there, right? No. All right, one thing that I thought when Brady retired is, because then they show video of when he first got into the league, and I'm glad that I saw that. I'm glad that, like with LeBron James too, I think about this. I'm glad that they came into the league, like, because Tom Brady's a little older than us, but LeBron's my age. And I can't imagine, there's like many people I know who are in their mid-20s. Tom Brady has been a, like, he's just been a quarterback their whole life. LeBron's just been in the NBA their whole life. I just think that's so weird. Yeah. I guess when I was a kid, you know, who was in the NFL my whole life? I, I don't know who was in the, and Michael Jordan was in the NBA my whole life. And, you know, but. Kind of, but not really. And he retired. And then he retired. But it's just, it's well, weird. I, one thing that I'm going to bring up is, do you appreciate careers more when you're a kid? And these people are like superheroes and invincible. Or do you appreciate it more as an adult when it's like, yeah. Jesus, man, I'm 39 years old. Anytime fitness is four blocks away, I can't even get the strength to walk there to sign up for a membership. LeBron's busting his ass 80 games a season. Well, not no, 80. And this, this is, yeah. I mean, but this is what I was talking about a couple of weeks ago with Rodgers and with Brady where it's, you know, he loses in the playoffs. He's skipping passes at people's feet, and everybody's like, get the hell out of here, Brady. And I don't really want Brady to get the hell out of here. I don't really want Aaron Rodgers to retire. I don't want Aaron Rodgers gone from Green Bay because they're like my last favorite athletes. Because like you said, yeah, everything, sports are a lot better when you're a kid. Uh, these guys are heroes when you're a kid. Yeah. You get older and you're just jealous. You're like, man, these guys have way too much money. Brady makes way too much money. Uh, and then you see they're just like regular ass people. So um, I don't know. I feel like you appreciate guys like that the older you get. Because like you said, man, Brady's older than us. And some days, like today's Thursday, I feel like I just got out of a war. All I did was go into a studio, watch basketball, live bet it, and talk about it for four hours. And then wake up and take my kid to school. And I had to get a nap in. Brady like doesn't eat sugar. He doesn't drink coffee. He works out every day. I saw this crazy-ass story. I want to say it was Tony Gonzalez. Yeah, I think it was Tony Gonzalez, who should have been a Packer hashtag. People forget, but they didn't want to part yeah, with Marshawn Lynch, so, Randy Moss yeah. as well. Yep. So I guess like Tony Gonzalez retired, and Brady was like, "Hey, you want to play catch?" And Gonzalez was like, "Yeah," because I guess like Brady just like plays catch with random dudes every off season, you know, and has a conversation with these guys. So Gonzalez shows up, and he said Brady was just like on the freaking money, like the ball was like pinpoint. Like the balls, even if they were like slightly off, he would apologize. And then he said during this workout, Brady had like a fitness guru, a nutritionist, and like all this and that. And I bet you that's what he did with Julio Jones too. Like Brady is just crazy. That guy lives for football. And that's why I'm kind of surprised to see him go into the broadcast booth and not want to be a coach. I would love to see like Brady, the offensive coordinator, because when you're that competitive, it's tough to just talk about the sports. Like I always think about this. Like I get why my entire family coached talking about sports is cool, but like, you know, you get the guys on social media and they're like, if you're so smart, then why don't you do it? And you're like, to be honest, I think I probably could do it. Like, yeah, you I could coach an NFL team to nine wins. And you know what? I used to think you sounded crazy until you watch these morons. Yeah. You can at least be like a clock guy. If you play Madden, yeah, it's my I mean, best. It's my best take ever. I, I and, and you, you know what? You might be right. The last two years, the Cowboys' season has ended with a quarterback draw. Two years ago, they had no timeouts, and Mac or Kellen Moore call a quarterback draw. Yeah, no and one knows what they're doing. With Ezekiel Elliott as center, <laughs> and they 
Like the dude just the best part about it isn't even just Zeke getting blown up. It's the fact that the throw gets off and the dude just gets crushed and it's just game over. They're throwing downfield passes to T.Y. Hilton. Horvat, uh, next week we'll go over some Super Bowl props, picks, lines, uh, etc. Yeah, live from the Super Bowl, I'll join you. I'll find the weirdest place that we could do this too. Let's just do it in your kitchen. Well, I won't be here. I'll be at the Super Bowl. No, we're going to tape it right now, but I'm just saying. Oh, gotcha. uh, I'm taping. I've gone to do another one from the big game. No, I'll I'm going to leave you alone. Horvat's going out to Arizona. So mm-hmm. this I just recorded for Friday the 3rd. And then I'm going to record more. I just explained this to you off the air. I know, my bad. I told you, I just woke up today. This is my first cup of coffee. Yeah. All right, so, all right, so uh, I'm going to leave on the 3rd. Ryan Horvath. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? magnesium breakthrough from bioptimizers the trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code balance 10 for 10 percent off support your journey to wellness at b-i-o-p-t-i-m-i-z-e-r-s.com forward slash balance magnesium breakthrough from bioptimizers your foundation to optimal health and vitality I want them gummy squares. I want them gummy squares. I want some sleepy sleepy with no more anxiety. I need them gummy squares. I need them gummy squares. I need my wife to find her happy place really soon. We have Delta 8 CBD and new Delta 9s. Go to happyplacepep.com. I'm with Chris from Happy Place Hemp. HappyPlaceHemp.com. Promo code BART. 25% off your order. You do have gummies that are without any THC. Those are THC-free. They're the mangoes. 
what do those uh, do? What, what do what do people take those for and what occasions? Yeah, so those are the CBD and CBG gummies. Uh, we use isolated forms of CBD and CBG, which means there's going to be you know virtually no THC. I say no THC. Um, there might be a very faint amount in there. Um, but what people use those for are, you know, general relaxation. Uh, the CBG I find to be a little energizing, almost like a really weak cup of coffee. Um, so it kind of gives you a little bit of boost of energy, a little bit of focus. Um, the CBD is great for uh, inflammation. Um, so it's a, lot, a lot of people use them if they can't take THC or don't want to take THC. Um, People ask, will I fail a drug test? And I say it's still possible, even though there's zero THC in there, because some tests are going to be looking for any cannabis byproduct, which CBD could show up as. But uh, Major League Baseball would approve something like this product because it, it would fit their definition of THC free because they have this new CBD sponsorship now. <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right. They're available, these gummies and more, these products and more. Happyplacehemp.com. The promo code is BART, B-A-R-T, 25% off every order. Happyplacehemp.com. Good morning, everybody. And now it's time to break down Bucks and Clippers on the Bart Winkler Show. Bucks and Clippers wrapping up uh, 15 minutes before midnight on Groundhog's Day, February the 2. Tim Shea is with me, as always. Tim, how you doing? I heard they found your car. Yeah, my car was found, so I guess that's good. Good. And the, and the people that people that did it were caught, so mm, well, all is well. Good. I feel less bad for laughing at you the other night. Thank you. Much appreciated. Kevin Holden, CBS 58, is with us. What's up, fellas? What's up, Holden? How you doing? Man, I, I I'm good. You guys are better. This is this is the place to be. I've been I've been watching this thing develop as you guys have uh, been working on the pod. This is this has been a blast. Yeah, well, it's been about five months now, hundred shows, and uh, still not really working anywhere. So I think this is it, Kev. Hey, it's I, you know what? It's I love the 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 freedom of just being able to hit that button at a, at the perfect time, which in this case is right after the Bucks game, when everybody's going to be pumped about this. Mm-hmm. You know, like that, that's the joy of it. Like who, who wants to talk about it at exactly 620 or, well, I want people to hear about it at 620. I don't want to talk about it at 620 in the morning. I mean, it's, it's a, you know, you're, it's a hot topic and you guys are here for it. It's this, is this is where it's at, dude. Well, uh, we have a lot of basketball games that happened today at weird different times. So I did get on the air on YouTube only to talk a little Panthers because they finished at noon. Then the Badgers played and won, which I'm pissed about because I had I had a free bet. So I took Badgers to win by seven and a half for like <laughs> plus eight hundred. And they had a big lead. So but they won. So that's good. But then the reason that we're doing this so late at night and, and this will be the chunk of the podcast today is uh the Bucks won. And the first tweet I saw was from Josh, and he says best Bucks game since the finals. The Bucks won. Uh, they beat the Clippers 106-105. They were down pretty substantially after the first quarter, better second quarter, and then third quarter. That you know the Clippers still had what like a like a twenty plus point lead at one point, I think. But the Bucks came back, and I saw a lot of people saying, "I'm going to bed" or whatever, and 
I was texting one friend. There were six minutes left in the third. I said, the way the NBA is, if, it, if it's like a similar score with six minutes left in the fourth, then you wrap it up and go to bed. But even though there was a big discrepancy in the score, I don't think this game ever felt like it was over. Um, and the Bucks, you know, they rallied back. Giannis had a big night, 54 points for him. Middleton, 16 off the bench, still only played 20 minutes. That's really pissing me off. He's healthy. He's explosive. He's elusive. Play him. Drew Holiday, 12 points, did better late. Drew Holiday named an all-star tonight. So I did not think that Drew would get the nod. Nobody was picking him. He got it over. Uh, Brunson was the guy he got it over. But J- uh, Drew Holiday getting an all-star bid. So I'm glad to see that. Uh, Bucks get the win. And I think a lot of people just seeing the comments. Um, Garrett says, this game gets me ready for, for April. And, Kevin, that's kind of where we're at right now. It's like we talk about these Bucks games every night. And, you know, some nights it's – if they would have lost tonight, it just would have been how, how much do I want to care about this loss? But I think, you know, now's, now's the time with the trade deadline coming up and we're getting into that kind of like final stretch pretty soon. I think people want to see good basketball. Had they played a competitive game and lost 106-105, okay. You know, Clippers are good. But they just don't want to see Bud doing stupid things, guys not making their shots, and they don't want to see, you know, them down by 20-some points. So Bucks were able to come back, Kevin, and and I think that this was a, you know, a 9-20 start time for whatever reason was weird. But this was a big one. Yeah, and it is because – well, for one, th- there were some microcosm things. You're talking about best win since the finals. There were some microcosms in this that reminded me a little bit of that game six, which is, I mean, obviously the 50-burger is, you know, is a big part of it. But one of the other things that happened was, I mean, it was 20 to 5 to start. And one of the reasons why I think fans want to see a little fight out of this Bucks team is they don't want to see them go down 20 to five and then just skate through and lose by 15 after being down 15 in the first quarter. And they bounce right back and retook that lead super fast in the second quarter. I mean, obviously with so much basketball game, you know that a you know, 15 point lead in the first quarter doesn't mean much, but when you see a team come back and wipe it out that fast, it's like, okay, they're not just, you know, going through the motions here. They're not, they're not just packing it in, knowing it one two games this is a team that had fight on a national stage tonight and it's to me I don't know that like in 2021 they won the championship they were three seed and they're a team that went in without they, they looked good but they didn't you didn't go in screaming championship with that team they just they got hot at the right time I wonder if this team is pretty similar like if they're a three seed that might be exactly where they want to be this year I think that their playoff chances are are very good. And I think that sometimes in the regular season and, you know, I, I feel like I say this more after losses than wins. It's like, okay, let's just relax. Let's just settle down. I don't want to say that after a win, the win should be celebrated, uh, especially a win like this where they were down, you know, so much. And it was a weird start time in Milwaukee. And I do think uh, last comment I got here was from poops galore. And Poop says, um, I think that's new to the show. Poops galore says Giannis is getting tired. And I think you saw, I mean, this team was tired. Just like I talked about a little bit with Milwaukee, the Panthers playing a game at 10 in the morning. I mean, they weren't as sharp as they've been. And IUPUI sucks, but they almost got beat by a team that hasn't won in the horizon all year. 
I, I mean, playing it, playing at seven and playing at seven thirty. Who cares? They started this game. It was scheduled for nine. It doesn't go off till nine twenty. Even uh, Charles Barkley or Shaq, one of the guys, was going off about it on the pregame show. I had missed that. I was watching Law and Order. Law and Order is intense these days. Tim, Jesus, my God, uh, real good. But um, I was watching on my computer. But yeah, you should celebrate these wins. And I just, I think that we want to see, we want to know that this Bucks team. For me, what I want to know is that this Bucks team is going to win, not in spite of anything. I don't want them, to, and, and what I'm talking about is Coach Bud. Because it still seems like Giannis is really having to carry the team right now. Giannis in his last, he came back from a little rest, 54, 34, 50, 41, 33, and 29. I did see Brett and Tosa have this tweet, like people were bitching about Giannis resting, but the games were, he was prior to the rest, he was 7, 22, and 9. And I was like, oh, geez, I didn't want, I didn't want Brett to be right about that, but Brett might be right. And they were talking about it on the, on the broadcast tonight. Sometimes you do need an in-season rest, and Giannis has just been so dominant, but they can't, like, they can't be needing and expecting 50-plus point games out of Giannis in the beginning of February, Holdy, because that's not sustainable. No, yeah. I mean, you. The, the thing about the NBA is to win a championship, you got to be a little bit better than the other guy, four straight series over the course of two months, and that's – Two months. It, it, it's a it's a completely different animal from any other sport in that way. You know, you it, it makes a little sense, you know, to why you'd want a guy to rest on a certain night and a guy to do whatever. I, I will say that I was a little surprised at, at how many minutes Giannis got after what happened at the end of Tuesday's game, because that was a panic moment. And it led every one of us to scream, why in the world did Bud have Giannis there with 10 seconds to go or whatever it was? Uh, you know, and, and of course, Giannis is, is one of those that, he, you know, he can't help himself. He's going to go 10,000 percent for a block, you know, up 10 with a few seconds to go. It's what he does. And that that's one of the reasons why I thought rest might happen for him tonight. But but it didn't. But but you're 100 percent right. You, you cannot expect 50 burgers and you can't expect them against good, hot Eastern Conference teams in the second round you know the Celtics maybe in the ECF like it's not going to happen every day so you've got to have a lot of other key parts uh, that'll have to get there that's why every time I see Middleton do something good I'm happy but I think you said this earlier I need more of him and I need more minutes of him because I think he's he's a key factor to this thing and I don't want him having any rust at all by the time you get to April you got to have him there yeah again and I don't want to be too nitpicky but Jan uh, Middleton came back. This is his sixth game back. He hasn't played more than 20 minutes. This was a game where I thought they could have used him at the end as the Clippers and the Bucks were trading missed back baskets and, like, really bad missed baskets. And to just say, all right, that, that's 20 for Middleton. That's what we – like, he's back. He rehabbed so hard to get back here. They didn't want to play him until he was ready because he was doing five and fives for a while – and they shipped him up to Oshkosh to play with the herd. They flew the herd down to Miami to give to give Middleton some time. And now it's like, oh, okay, well, twenty minutes. You played your, you know, your twenty minutes. We're not going to put you in at the end of this game. Middleton is fine. Stop like doing this reintroduction period. Stop cameoing Middleton in these games. Play this man. Start this man. And then maybe these games won't be as close as they need to be.
I, I would be it would be great because you you need more than just health. You need this gelling of a group, and it's it, it's going to take you know. You, yes, you're going to need a Giannis. You're going to need Middleton at, at, at as close to 100% as possible. You're going to need Holiday. You know that. But you're going to need three or four or five other guys, too. And as we learned last year, you're going to need to not have to depend on, say, George Hill in Game 7 of a playoff series, which means that the chemistry comes in two ways. It comes from getting guys healthy. It comes from sort of weeding out the parts that should not be depended on in the big moments. So. I mean, we're close enough. We're two months and change from the start of the playoffs. I, I think they do take on more importance you know, when you get to this time. You you need to see the guys that are going to work, but you also need to see them in combination. they got to play together so you know what not to do when you get to April and May and then June. I'm going to go through some uh, comments while Tim fills out his taxes, unless, Tim, there's anything you wanted to add to this conversation. Yeah, sorry, nah, I'm good. Uh, you you said it all. You took the words right out of my mouth. You really did. Tim Tim is more. The more this goes, the more I'm like I'm I'm Linus. What am I doing here? No, I'm Linus, and you're my security blanket. <laughs> um, three or more fifty point games in a season for Giannis. Uh, ties uh, uh, Kareem is the only other Buck who ever did that. By the way. I thought he was going to get uh, uh, Brandon Jennings' single-game record. Both. Yeah, I really thought he well, was. Well, I, I thought for sure he'd have 40. I was talking with my friends before the game, and he's like, he had 30, and then uh, he got 40, and then I was like, well, he might as well just go for 50. And uh, I was just doing LeBron again there. Let me read some comments that are coming in on YouTube. And, again, uh, it is it, we're taping this. It is hitting the midnight hour. I got uh, 45 people strong on the YouTube stream, which I think is great. If you guys want to tell your friends, we are doing this. Um, like we do this pretty much after every Bucks game during the week. Although I think I'm just looking at some. So there's going to be some late night Bucks shows coming up. Bucks next game is. So the Bucks next game is Saturday. I won't be doing it Saturday. But what's funny about that game is. If you want a ticket for that game, you're going to have to pay like 100 bucks to stand. If you want a ticket for tonight's game, there's like $3 to sit anywhere. Because <laughs> there's a huge difference towards middle of the week and, and the time. But then they're out west at the Trailblazers Monday. They are Thursday night at the Lakers Thursday. And then they are at the Clippers on Friday. So I don't know. There are some of these that I was just looking at that I'm thinking, okay, we'll be doing some games maybe across the weekends as well. Um, let's see. I got the real handsome Brent W. He says they're going to announce a dumb Crowder trade on Marquette day Saturday. Uh, again, I'm not like super into Crowder. If we can get nothing for him, that's fine. I'm in this weird minority that I don't want to see Grace and Allen get traded. I don't think he's going to. Yeah, I'm not sure. In this trade. I think I think they're going to do this around him, and they're going to keep Grayson. Uh, what else do we got? Bruce City Chaser, Bucks giving us their best cardiac crew performance. Jacob says Brian Anderson calling Bucks games as a treat. It is. It is. You know who else was in town today? Jennifer Hudson. Really? What's yeah, she, she doing? she did an here? event with the Boys and Girls Club. Oh. Oh, yeah. no. Well, Matt says Norman Powell is a Bucks killer. 
this this guy pisses me off. Come about Norman Powell or, or yeah, no, not Matt. <laughs> Norman Powell, I just I hate when people that aren't good are suddenly good. Like when the Brewers face a rookie pitcher and he shuts him down every single time. The the comparison I always go to is a guy named Chris Matthews. Chris Matthews is a nobody. I don't I've heard from him since. But in one Super Bowl against New England for the Seahawks, he had four catches for 104 yards. And I get pissed because I get pissed because I didn't play him in fantasy. <laughs> uh, Derek, you want to get on here? You're eating something. You want in? Give me a thumbs up or a thumbs down. Thumbs up. All right, Derek from Texas in a cowboy hat. Hey, cowboy hat, half two. Hey, Bart. Do you, do you Jordan know? Love. What are, here? what are we doing here, Bart? That's Jordan uh, Love. Like the look of it. What are you eating at midnight? Is that uh, like a fresh barbecue? Pancakes, brother. Pancakes. <laughs> what else awesome. are you eating at midnight right now? Well, I don't know how you do it down there in Texas. Uh, no, I'm from Wisconsin. Bart, Bart, I got a picture of you and my best buddy back at Hawks game six when we won it all. All right. Oh, who? <laughs> What's where did I? Where was the picture taken? Oh, uh, we were in uh, Deer District, of course. What do you mean? The, when they beat the Hawks or when they yeah. beat the Suns? Hawks, game six. And the city went wild, man. Yeah. That was, I think... I think when they won the finals, no, when they beat the Hawks, I think it was crazier because finals, the city went nuts, Bart. Yeah, but when they beat the Hawks to go to the finals, there was like fireworks going off everywhere. People were riding around in like Batmobiles. Oh, it was nuts. It was wild, Bart. I'm born and raised Milwaukee, but moved to uh, Texas for work. So I don't know. Where's fucking Tony at? Tony, yeah, he's doing something on Twitter, I think. No, he went to bed. I heard. Oh, you went to bed? Yeah, he'll he he'll, he's he'll he's listening. That's what I right, tell in the morning. When you get old, you go to bed by now. I mean, I'm old as shit. No, you're not that old. Shut up, Bart. I'm older than Kevin. That's totally incorrect. <laughs> so what's up, Derek? What'd you think as you're eating these pancakes? Oh man, dude, I. Giannis is – we are blessed to see that young man just bless our lives. I mean, we take granted every single day, every single day. And you just – you've got to, re- like, reflect on the horrible days that we had as, as being Bucks fans. I remember growing up as a little kid, box TV, watching on WG – not WGN, but on uh, 24, Channel 24. It was – it was horrible. It was horrible even the Bucks fan growing up. But so, do you like when they wear the purples like they did tonight? Because love it. I, I do. Now that they won, I do. I love it so much. I can't get over you just eating some flapjack. It's just Dude. so relate. It's like it's so comforting. Dude, text baby. About two weeks ago, Bart brought back some true Canadian maple syrup. Best syrup I've ever had. Hands down. Are you like up late or do your hours reflect the time you're eating pancakes? Or? No, I'm up a little late tonight. A little late tonight. Okay. A little bit late, but I listen. Normally, when I like want to go to bed, like I tell you, I maybe take a gummy or two, happyplacehemp.com, promo code BART. 
25% yep. off. Derek just makes a full-on Perkins breakfast. I wish. I wish. But love you, oh, love you buddy. See ya. That getting weird. I think your audio is a little messed up. It might be on my end. No, I think that's Derek. All right, it's one of you guys. I think it was definitely Tim. Kevin, count to five. One, two, three, four, five. Yeah, it's definitely Shay. It just disappeared. A uh, couple more comments. You can, you don't. I mean, you can be here as long as you want. I'm not gonna. Can I? Can I grab a beer? Yes, Kevin. Is that all right? Like, I, you know, he's like Wayne's World. I don't want a product place, but can I grab a beer? You may I'll grab a beer. Of, I'll keep it out of the shot. Keep going. I'll be right back. Well, is it a good beer? Or is it a light? Oh, I mean, your wife works with the beer. Yeah, it's it's a it's a special uh, thing they had in this big growler. It's like a chocolate beer from the place where she works. Oh, sure. I mean, you can promote it. I I don't even know the name of it. Give me a second. I'll give you the name. Is it the Gary Aylerson? Oh, that's funny. Hey, I Kevin, think that was on my end, right? We all determined it was, yeah. yeah. Fred Miller's that call. Huh? Fred Miller's chocolate lager. <laughs> Brad Miller? Fred, not not the second base. Oh, baseball. Fred Miller. Yeah. Brad Miller. Okay. Josh was at the game. He says absolutely electric fourth quarter. It it seemed it seemed from the, the crowd crowd noise it seemed like it was a fun fun fourth quarter mark says drew's defense down the stretch was crucial he was clamping paul george and Kawhi. huge win and this is why you know a lot of people around the league are going to talk about who some of the snubs were with the all-star game and remember there are only 12 spots and in the nba the talent you know might be as spread out as ever but one thing that eric name pointed out was coaches will always say drew's like one of the more underrated guys and one thing that I was talking about, you know, Thursday afternoon was the Bucks. The Bucks are in this weird spot where they're so good, and Giannis is good, but he's not the MVP. He can't be the MVP again anymore. But then his role players or his other guys, they're not good enough to be all stars. But thankfully, that was you know remedied. Sure, Middleton wasn't going to get one, but I thought Kevin that you know Brooke Lopez had a case for an All Star game, and I'm just I am glad to see that Drew after ten years for how good he has been. Like his whole career with the Pelicans was very good. And I you, think that we, you know, we were, I was really excited about that trade. I, I, I kept saying that whatever you guys think you wanted in Chris Paul, you're going to get Andrew holiday. He's going to be a godsend for this team. And maybe someone that's going to put, see the whole point of this podcast is to just, you know, reconfirm good things that I've said before that have come true. But I, I think I'm, I'm very happy to see that drew got the all-star nod. It was, you know, honestly, Anybody that saw the run to the championship in 21 understands how important Drew was to that team, not just because he's unselfish, not just because he made the guys around him better, but because the bigger the moment got, the bigger he got. And that that to me meant everything because you can go through and add pieces. Like, you know, you want to talk about Eric Bledsoe and what happened with Eric Bledsoe in the playoffs against the Celtics a few years before that? 
you know, a piece that you pick up and expect to be big who just absolutely falls apart in the big moment. And and Holiday was the complete opposite of that. He was the the bigger the series became, the the more he shone or shined or whatever the it's after midnight. I don't I don't speak in good grammar anymore. Um, but just switch to Espanol. Oh yeah. <laughs> is, that, is that what we want to do? The the do after edition? Start start talking in Spanish. Go. Do it right now? Go. Drew Holiday es un, es un jugador importante para el equipo de los Bucks y cuando ganaron el, el campeonato en 2021 fue una de, de, de uh, las piezas más importantes para el equipo. Very es, important, very important. Yeah. Ese es el caso aquí en 2022-2023 y es uh, una cosa increíble que es un, un uh, all-star. We like to just say all-star instead of... Yeah, have a have a day, Drew Holiday. So my, you know, my, I told you this, my son's in a Spanish immersion daycare. Really? Yeah. So he knows, he understands Spanish. That's awesome. What a great age to do that. He doesn't, he's three and a half now. He doesn't like, he's, he calls like milk, leche and water, agua. And there's some things around the house that he'll call the Spanish version. But we're like, we don't talk Spanish at home. And so I've like tried to restart Duolingo 16 times. <laughs> so he goes to this daycare, but then some of these parents, Oh God! Some of these parents date because my kids gone with the same kids. Some of them they're like, uh, "Adios, yeah, yeah." But now I walk in and they're like ripping it off faster than you did. Like they really took the time. It just makes me feel like a real shitty dad. <laughs> you can get there you, if you're hitting the Duolingo. You'll be fine. It's just I can I tell you the two things that that make my Spanish way better: coffee and alcohol. One or the other. Learning it while drinking one? No, just like like for for example, we do these games on Telemundo, those Brewers games. I drink like shitloads of coffee. Like that's what I do. I drink a ton of coffee before the game, and and then for the first two or three innings, I'm just talking at a hundred miles an hour. If we were in English, I would be at a hundred miles an hour in English. You know, just makes your brain fire faster. And of course, alcohol just takes the, you know, just the liquid courage. Your Spanish mm. is there. You just needed to release it. That's all. I know Manzana is Apple. It seems that's the part of Duolingo I always get to. And then I'm always like, I was like, La Mujer eats the apple or whatever. And then I. Rojo. Rojo is red. Rojo is red. Azul is blue. Tim is wearing an Azul shirt. And the color of the hat is uh, yellow. Amarillo. But. They, but as you know, it's not green and yellow. It's green and gold. Mm. Verde y oro. Yeah. <laughs> which, I, which I've heard you say the one year that uh, all the games were only broadcast in Spanish in the preseason. Dude, they, there was the, my favorite thing that came out of that. You're talking about when uh, one of the local TV stations was on blackout from uh, Time Warner Cable and they can only watch it on our station. Yeah. Uh, I got a tweet during one of those games that said, you look like a cross between A-Rod and Andre the Giant. Damn, that's pretty good. <laughs> More A-Rod than Andre. Yeah, I think, I think I've, I've, stayed, I've kept the A-Rod going through the years. Yeah, there's a little A-Rod to you. I, I, I'm good with that, you know, like – I. It's, I feel like that's a that's an okay comparison, right? Yeah. 
if you want it. Uh, Patrick <laughs> says, what a game. Bart Winkler shown no other place I'd rather be after a win like that. Brian says, Wes Matthews' defense down the stretch is the exact reason we don't need Jay Crowder. Can't wait for Chris to be on the floor in those minutes. He looked incredible offensive and defensive. I really think I really think the Bucs only want Jay Crowder for the Boston series. Yeah. I think that's it. I don't because again, I was talking to a buddy. He's like, who's Jay? Whose minutes is Jay gonna take? I'm like, I don't know that he plays that much. Right. It's just gonna be a guy. He went to Marquette, right? He's a guy that people know. But if you're gonna trade if, if this trade that's floating around is really for Surge, a second, George Hill, and Wara. They played a combined one minute tonight. Just do it. So this, you know, just he's he'll be a good player to have on the bench. Who and then and then you have two other spots that you can fill. Like I to me, there's a part of that that means you have confidence in two other guys down at, at the herd that you can bring up, right? Uh yes. Who would maybe, the, more, maybe, maybe more time for Bochamp. Well, I still want more Bochamp. I still yep. want more uh, Mamu. Mamu. MC says Giannis got scared to shoot free throws at the end. He did miss a couple. Yeah, uh, Wes put the clamps on late. A lot of comments uh, about Derek in Texas. Yeah. <laughs> Derek in Texas forever, all caps. Indeed. Bucky wants to know if you are wearing a Sesame Street shirt. Oh, man. It says, everything I know I learned on the streets. And then it has a picture of. Uh, What a win. Miller Park Med says, I was really hoping Bart after dark would have been more HBO after dark in the 2000s. I did get, I, I, I would do something like take my shirt off or. Oh, my nipple. Do you want me to take my shirt? No, I got a LinkedIn message from a 78 year old from Florida that's mad that one day uh, Q and I were showing each other our chest hair. Seriously? On LinkedIn. On LinkedIn? <laughs> a 78 year old? So are they still working? They listen to the show. It's a husband and wife combo. They move. They sent me a nice message after the station went under or whatever we call it. And I said, thanks. And then I got a message the other day. I didn't remember the name. I got an email that said, you have a LinkedIn message. And every time I see that, I get, you know, semi hard. Cause I'm like, Oh shit, I can maybe make money. And then, uh, uh, and then he's like, I don't like that. You guys swear. What's your audience? I can't let my kids listen to this. And then I'm realizing he's 78. So, if you're 78 saying my kids can't listen to this, <laughs> kids are my. <laughs> oh my god! I got a 78 year old told me my show is too vulgar for his kids to listen to. His kids, like he's he's got the parental block on a 45 year old. Yeah. Oh, it's amazing. <laughs> Won't you think of our children, our grown up. Oh menopausal, middle-aged crisis, bald-headed children. My 48-year-old can't listen to this show, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. Hey, I want to go back to the UWM game. Why did it start at 10 o'clock? It was a kid's game. Okay, all right. By the way, you ever been to one of those? The kid's games? Yeah. 
I don't know because the Admirals had a bunch, but I never really got to one. So I, I can share a quick story from when I worked in Florida. Um, yeah, but before that, did you ever see the episode of Conan where he did it for kids? No. It was one of the best hours of late night ever. It was his late night show. Seriously? Yeah, and he did a kid's audience. Oh, and he tried doing a real monologue, and they, like, booed him within 30 seconds, and then he just, like, threw toys at him. <laughs> anyway, go it. ahead. You were in Florida? So, <laughs> so the, the, the uh, minor league baseball team in Daytona had this day game. It was, like, 11 a.m., and I'm like, I can watch that game and then go to go to work because I go to work at like two two thirty in the afternoon. So I, uh, I'm like, this is going to be great. So I, I'm thinking I'm going to grab a, a couple of beers and relax. I'm walking up in flip flops, just complete like like I just rolled out of bed, right? And I park and I hear this like this noise coming from a distance, and it sounds like like the apocalypse. It sounds like like the screams of terror of like some kind of crazy thing happening or maybe it sounded like the old cbs cult favorite kid nation <laughs> which is just a bunch of screens right it's just kids going nuts and that they, was... cbs once had a bunch of 12 year old kids try to run a community oh my god just screaming and going ballistic yeah so i, I walk up on the stadium and that noise only gets louder because, you know, the stadium is full of kids. And I'm telling you, it was just this, like, picture a scream that just never ends. It just sits at this level. Yeah. And I was like, I was in there for like an inning. I couldn't get a seat. There were people like banging into me and like smacking me with vuvuzelas. And I'm like, oh, yeah, no, never, ever, ever again. Well, that's what the first. So the first half of this Milwaukee Panther game sounded like that. Yeah. And in the second half, kids I think are- the kids all went and got something to eat and then, like, yeah. didn't go back to their seats. Yeah, they, you know, because that's all they can handle, right? Like, they, they're basically, it's like they're there for their recess period and then they just go back to school. Uh, Matt wants to know in the third quarter when Giannis was the only player in double digits, did you think we were going to win? At that point, were you screaming at the TV like me, asking someone to help Giannis? Well, again, the NBA, you know, you never know. And, I thought that they maybe had a run in them. And I thought maybe the Clipper, uh-oh, it doesn't, ma- it doesn't matter what I thought. Tim has just busted out the CBD, CBN gummy, courtesy of happyplacehemp.com. The promo code is BART, 25% off every single order you get, whether it's your first, your second, or your third. And look at that chew job. Oh, look at that jawline. There's a jaw in there somewhere, and it is chewing that gummy so efficiently and so good. Timothy. I I laughed at (laughs) a second one? No. That's the Bart special. Tim go, so Tim tells me the other night, and I had taken two gummies prior. But he goes, Yeah, I was carjacked. <laughs> and so you get yeah. so and I just started he laughing. He just starts laughing. Oh because I pictured him as that guy from Seinfeld that got carjacked in the finale. <laughs> yeah, and you're just like, wow. Yeah, I could I could see that being just going like, oh no, don't hurt me. <laughs> 
I love everything about this right now. But then I apologized many times. You did. You did. And then I redid the bit. So is it is that a normal thing? I, I, I've caught you guys here and there, but I didn't realize that, that that literally that happens right there in the middle of the show. Is that a is that a thing yeah. that happens? Oh no! Hopping gummies from time yeah. to time. Uh, I mean, not not like as sexual as that was from Tim, but yeah. <laughs> you know what I found goes really good with gummies? What's that? Omaha meat. Omaha steaks. <laughs> Oh, it's a new day. I have a new read. Uh-oh. Here you he's go. Gotta go. He's got to go get it. Let's take over the show. Timmy, what is happening right now? I have a new read. Left his shot. This, valent- this Valentine's Day, fall in love with flavor when you save on delectable dishes and tantalizing tastes from Omaha Steaks with their new Love at First Bite sale. It's the perfect time to celebrate your better half and bring the steakhouse experience home for Valentine's Day. Go to omahasteaks.com and use promo code XXXX at, uh, it should be Bart. Use promo code Bart. That's where my name should be. Use promo code Bart at checkout and get $30 off your order. (laughs) (laughs) Promo code XXXX. That's what it says. I read it wrong. From perfectly aged tender steaks to juicy burgers, decadent desserts, and classic comfort meals, every bite is guaranteed to be perfect. Backed by their 100% satisfaction guarantee. How hungry are you right now, Timmy? Oh, I just. Derek, you got to get the Omaha steaks down to Texas. I just took the gummy. Calm down. Um, I don't know. Again, I kind of read it like funny, but uh, I did get the Omaha steaks. I do have it. We are going to cook something up either this weekend or early next week. We got the tenderloins. We got the chicken breasts. We got the, um, the, the, uh, what am I thinking of? Like the hot dogs. I couldn't think of a hot dog. The jumbo Franks, the jumbo Franks. And, uh, I like to grill them, but I found that my wife does everything better than I do. So normally she does it. So it's a great deal for me. You get the $30 off the package. And then my wife does the grilling. There you go. Miller um, Park Minute wants to know, are they faxing these reads? <laughs> it like, like, you could have you totally old school that, that read. You know, you could have been like, this program brought to you by. Wow, just to send here, Omaha Steaks now, 30%, $30 off a great package deal from uh, Omaha Steaks with the promo code Bart. <laughs> no, I'll show you this. I asked for this for Christmas. Hold on. Here's my green screen. Here's my shit basement. <laughs> See that printer? Yeah. That hey, was it. my Christmas present. Hey, it's all good. It's so all I, for the reads. I printed it off on there. Are they faxing these reads? That is wonderful. I printed it off. Dude, that's amazing. Look at you. This, this is what I'm saying. This is a setup now. This isn't just a thing. This is a setup. Like, you you guys have got something going. Can you believe I get made fun of for doing the show in my basement? <laughs> Don't laugh. Come on. Come on, Holby. Uh, I, yeah, I, I don't, like, I don't get it. 
I don't get it. I don't want to drag you into my mess, but. Well, I just, I mean, look, I think the answer to it is we got to start a, we got to start something. We got to, we got to buy some frequency, some radio frequency, and then just, you know, we can give you, not that you could end this, you can keep this going, but then we can also have the over the air thing. But I'm also on the radio. I'm on Saturday. I'm doing a five hour shift. See that? Now that's good. I just, my, my, I don't, you know, I have zero doubts. Like I have no doubts at all, but I, I, that's my, my, it's it's the equivalent of being typecast, right? As it says, if that station that went under was somehow your fault and it's not remotely, it's not even a little bit. No, it is. It's because I went too hard into politics. And that's what nine Twitter accounts have banded together to say. Oh, okay. All right. I'm good enough. Because I wanted COVID to be over with. I I, I wanted sports to come back because I didn't want to lose my job. Well, that was a bad plan. (laughs) I should I should have just I should have went the other way. I mean Clay Travis did it. Clay Travis says it's woke when ESPN covers the WNBA. And by the way, that's a that's a crazy situation. I don't know how many of your like how much you touch on the WNBA, but have you have you seen what's happened there in recent days? I think it's good for the league. Me too. Two super teams. Let's do it. And they should always be on TV. Yeah. Okay, so one TV thing I'll I'll bring up. Now, so normally we talk Bucks for a while and then we end the show with boner talk and shit like that but i'm here i want i like so here's where i'm at with the mls sorry everyone you can fast forward i i want there to be promotion and relegation so like a team like the milwaukee pro soccer when we get started it should be able to eventually get up to the highest level everybody's going crazy for this wrexham team in england they're fifth division but there's the you know that it, it works so I root against MLS. Like, I don't like to watch MLS when they play each other. But in international competition, I always root for them. And the Seattle Sounders this weekend play a team from, I believe, Saudi Arabia in the FIFA Club World Cup, where if they win, they have an actual competitive game against Real Madrid next week. Oh, I watched them play today. Yeah, so that, that's like a big deal. So the MLS is still going to have some games on Fox and I think uh, something else, not ESPN, but Apple is the provider. So Apple's like, we're going to have every game, no blackouts. You can watch it all. And I thought that was a good idea for the league. But then they're like, we're going to charge 20 bucks a month. Well, no one's going to, no one's going to pay 20. I don't even want to pay. Like I want to watch NBA game, every NBA game. And they said tonight, 50 bucks for the rest of the season for all the games. I'm like, man, even that is like two months. All right. I'll get off of it. Cause people are commenting to stop. No, I, the, the, and look, maybe I'll, I'll throw this one and then we'll just go. I, I, you know, we've started following this team in Spain, Valencia, who's a talented team, but they're on the edge of relegation right now. Uh, so this team that's having a bad season in any other sport would just be like, huh, whatever, click. But people really, really invested in this team that has a bad record because they don't need them to be bad enough to be yeah. 
the next division. It it adds a level of excitement that I didn't realize would be there. You know what I might bring up on my CBS Sports Radio shift? And I don't know if this is too, like, don't go there. But I might say, I might talk about promotion relegation, lose half the audience, maybe more, and then say, how come in America, in this country, we're so against socialism? Oh, God. (laughs) Yet, we give the shittiest team the best pick in every sport. Every sport. We give the worst team. And then, like, in America, the person that's the worst off is just, like, fucked. You don't look at a homeless person and say, shit, you deserve the number one pick. Here's $9 million. No, you say, get the fuck out of my way. It's awful. It's a really awful... It's a weird, it's a weird, it's a weird, like, I probably won't bring that up. <laughs> How about this way? You what won't you, be asked to go back. What yeah. do you think would happen in Major League Baseball? Should I just start my shift and say, so here's the thing about socialism. Oh, my God. Oh, and, what about MLB? In Milwaukee, they'll, they'll air uh, uh, the other show that they were airing that one day. Well, then, thank you. It is a great take. It's not... It's not so much a take as an observation. Like, true. true. And I'm not. I'm not advocating. You're right. For, You're right. I'm not You're advocating right. for socialism. I'm not advocating for any other way than anything else. I don't think Facebook should fire half their ten uh, percent of their staff and then do buybacks on stocks. I think that's weird. But that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about why when we hear the word socialism, we think that the commies are coming. And yet all of our sports reward teams for sucking. And to the point in the last week of the season <coughs> in the NFL, I mean, it was, it was all about who sucked the most. I just, I don't like, but baseball to me has always been the, the, like the ultimate socialist kind of game, because when the game is on the line, you can't choose your best hitter to hit. He may not be the guy hitting at that moment. You can yeah. choose your best relief pitcher, but like you can't choose a situation. It, it, it requires the person who is slotted in that moment to do their job. And I, I don't know. It, it's, I, you can call it what you want, but it's, you know, it's a team sport kind of thing. I just think it'd be interesting if you talked about relegation and you said, what would happen in Pittsburgh and Kansas city if they were going to swap spots with Charlotte and Columbus, Ohio, if they finished at the bottom of the major leagues, all of a sudden they'd feel a little different about their teams. Here, let me bring in, I'm going to throw up some branding on YouTube, Omaha Steaks. Actually, I'm going to go back to the Happy Place Hemp branding. There we go. 25% off. Learning all this. There it is. Badger Bloodies. Bard. Uh, I saw you went to get a bloody tonight. I did. I did. I had to pregame that uh, Badgers-Buckeyes matchup. How about them Badgers? How about them Bucks? Both our basketball teams in this state are back in the win column, baby. The uh, fire great guard today. crowd. Milwaukee won. They did, but they didn't cover, unfortunately. True. I was mighty sad about that. Did, they, did someone tell the Panthers that UIPUI is at the bottom of the Horizon League? Jesus Christ. Oh, Where was so- your bloody tonight? Uh, Echo Tap over on uh, West Main, downtown Madison. 
it was serviceable, not the best one I've had, not the worst, uh, just pretty much middle of the road. I feel like bloodies are either really good or shit. They kind of are, and uh, I know they're not for everyone, so you either love them or you hate them, and if you love them, you're willing to put up with subpar Bloody Marys, which is most places. Uh, the big thing for me is price. If you're charging over $10 for a Bloody Mary, it better be pretty good. Uh, the one I had today, $6.50, nice pint glass full of Bloody Mary, sidecar, beer chaser of your choice. You can't beat that. I'm over. I'm willing to overlook um, you know, uh, maybe average or below average Bloody Mary if the price point is there. I've paid a lot of money for a lot of bad Bloody Marys. Airports especially, man, they're charging $15, $16, $18 for Bloodies that are just mixed some vodka. They don't give a fuck. They're not giving you an olive. They're not giving you a pickle, nothing. Like, here you go. Enjoy your Bloody mate while you wait for your flight, asshole. You know who loves Bloody Marys? <laughs> you know who, who loves Bloody loves Marys, them? Tim? Kevin Holden loves Bloody Marys. You guys would get along very well. Yeah, let me know if you're here. So what's like up, to- Badger Bloodies? What you got? No, you know, because I'm always looking for the new spots to go review. I got to come over to Milwaukee and do some reviews here coming up. Obviously, everyone knows Sobelman's, but I'm looking for the more, you know, the unknown spots. Does McGuire's do a Bloody Mary, Tim? Have you had one? <laughs> McGuire's Bloody is a V8... With a shot of vodka and a pickled egg. He tried to kill that. Me. That actually sounds like it would make for really good content. You look out. I might just walk into McGuire's one night to come do a Bloody Mary review. I, I'm not lying to you. So he has this <laughs> this other bartender that, that's working uh, for him like a couple nights a week. And she is trying to convince him that one way you make your bloody better is to make it spicy. Well, the last time I was there, he tried to kill me. Like he put enough spice in the damn thing that that's that's all that was in there. Oh, so it was like nuclear waste in the glass where you just feel it going down the esophagus all the way to your gut. It shouldn't do what TNT hot wings do to you. You know what I mean? That's not that's See, that not- to me. That's that's overkill. I like a nice balanced tomato flavor, a little bit of kick, but I want a little more balance to that uh, to that as well. So, Tim, how, how are you doing? Uh, are, are you doing okay, man? I, I heard you had some real grief uh, the other day. See, Bart, at least some people care. I care. He might not. I do. Dude, you know, Uber, Uber driver solidarity. I Believe me, man, I felt the world for you when I heard the news, and I just thank God that I don't have to worry about that at all over here in Madison. Lucky. Lucky. At all? Even a little bit, dude. That's the last thing on my mind. It's all just drunk college kids and people going home from work. Tim's out here in a goddamn war zone every day trying to make a buck. Hey, don't be talking about my city that way. (laughs) I lived there for two years. I was a Milwaukee resident once upon a time. There's a reason I moved to Madison, all right? And I was, you know, you're talking about doing DoorDash. I was about to tell you, hey, Bart, get on the Uber grind. It's good money. But in light of the Tim Shea carjacking, I don't know about that. I wasn't even Uber, Ubering. That's the thing. Yeah, Tim was just driving like was a just What? I was just at a He didn't get carjacked by an Uber rider. Were, he just got I carjacked. You were working. No. I no. Working you, that <laughs> makes was... it so much worse. I, and I funnier. Couldn't, I couldn't Uber because I didn't have my car. Remember, oh, it was a rental. God. Well, see, and it was good you had a rental because that's how they found it. If you had got your car carjacked, they oh, would yeah. still be looking. Yeah, They'd have them working in shifts. Yeah. Yep. 
All right, besides shitting on Milwaukee, you got any basketball thoughts? I mean, okay, this is what my new take on the Badgers situation. A lot of people are on the fire Greg Gard train. I would like to go on record as saying I will not be making my Twitter a fire Greg Gard account this year, as I have for the past four or five. However, I think we need to give Greg Gard one more year, and if the Badgers finish outside the top quarter of the Big Ten and if they miss the NCAA tournament, can Greg Gard, I want TJ Etzelberger from uh, uh, Iowa State. He's a Wisconsin guy. Product, yeah. He took he took that program from a bottom feeder. This is now the I second remember year Sparky in a row. wanted him like 17 years ago. Well, obviously, Sparky knew he obviously knows ball, and he was way ahead of this take. I think that Sparky I'm on right knew now. If if we were gonna replace Greg, kind of like how I want coach, Bart Lundy to coach the Bucks. Do you think that would be an upgrade over Budenholzer? Honestly, because I think it would. Although Greg Matzik went and played horse with Bart Lundy. I didn't get that creative. <laughs> I mean, you don't have to go that far, but let's be honest. Some of these guys that have this tenure and they have the reputation, they have the job just because they've had the job for so long, right? I do think TJ Etzelberger would be a huge upgrade, not necessarily – the basketball program with the football program people are saying oh we got luke fickle let's do the same thing with the basketball program it's not that simple but i do think a change of regime would do wonders for the program badger i'm getting people saying bucks bucks Giannis here I am. Here, yeah here i am in the bucky hat just trying to talk a little badgers i'll hop off and let the folks talk bucks again i just had to come and put my two cents in all right I appreciate that. Good to see you, buddy. Yeah, hey, congrats on 100 episodes, Bart. Love you, man. Love you, too. Yeah, bye-bye. Still got Kevin Holden here, Tim Shea. I'm going to bring in uh, Basement Dave. Basement. Hey, guys. Yeah, Dave, Dave started coming on. Uh, he's he's in his basement, Basement Solidarity. Yep. Even though I pretend on YouTube to be in this swing. I don't even know where I got this picture from. But I don't think I can change it at this point. <laughs> I love when you stood up and you, you could see the green halo around you when you stood up to get the paper a minute ago. See the green under my arms? Oh, God. Like Mr. Burns. I love it. What's up, Dave? Hey, how's it going? Just got home from the game. Oh, yeah, you went. Yep. What a game to go to. Uh, I didn't think we'd still be on. Dave lives in Waukesha, so. Yeah, I not only did I got – I got my brother drove us, so we went to his house, and then I drove home and you were still on, so I'm like, well – I got to hop on then. Yeah. Uh, Matt wants to know how to stream it. Here, I'll give you the link in the comments, buddy. All right, go ahead, Dave. How was it? Good atmosphere? Uh, Yeah, it was loud in there. I got uh, pretty cool seats. They were in the, what is it called? The West Bend Lofts. That's kind of on the, I guess it's the club level. I don't know Mm -hmm. if that's what it is. Um, I don't know. I usually sit with the pours. Yeah, I I don't know. This was... uh, a trucking company that my brother uses, they were trying to get them to use them some more or something. So they gave them their sweet tickets and uh, it was pretty sweet. Thank God the bucks exist so that corporations can do business. Yeah. Right. You know, long are the days where fans could go watch sports. Now it's all bad yeah. bullshit. You know somebody that wants to make a sweet deal or whatever. I know somebody to know somebody. Yep. Yep. But yeah, no bucks. That was awesome. Yeah. I mean, when Giannis was, Creeping up on 40, I was like, okay, that, that was kind of a quiet, quick 40 he had. And then when when he got like 44, I'm like, oh, yeah, no, he's going to have 50-plus easily. 
And uh, my buddy was sitting next to me. He's like, I don't know. You think so? I'm like, oh, yeah. No, he's going to. Yeah, then I thought he'd go for 70. And once he got 70, I thought, oh, he might as well get 80 tonight. Yeah, just keep going. But <laughs> I, it was kind of – it was it was a weird game, I guess, because, I mean, the Bucks just didn't look that good for the most part. But neither did the Clippers. You know, if the Clippers – they could have – Those final couple minutes were so bad. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Paul George airballs a three. When's that happen? Right. Yeah, no, the fact that they kind of let let the Bucks hang, I was like, okay, you know what? I think they can pull this out. And sure enough, the way shots were, weren't falling for anybody, it seemed, you know, it just they, – they did just enough, I guess. Well, you saw a good win. Yep. Were you thinking of leaving early with how bad it was? No. Probably not in good there, seats. There, there was no chance, yeah. I, I had a, a really nice waitress taking care of everything. Uh, I, I already told work, nah. Ain't going in tomorrow or today. I guess it's today now. Well, yeah, it's uh, it's up to twelve forty a.m. Tim probably pass out after this. I'll pass out. Kevin Holden will be up till three in the morning. Yeah, I, I might hop on Fortnite here and see if my parents are on. So, excuse me. Yeah, no, I I play Fortnite with my parents. They're usually up pretty late every night playing. <laughs> How we roll? Why? <laughs> what? How? I don't know. So they started playing Fortnite uh, when COVID first hit. Yeah. And uh, to play with their grandkids. And I play. So then now they're into it. So <laughs> so, so earlier in the in the show, um, I do, Bart, if you don't mind if I'm going to do a callback here. Earlier in the show, Bart was talking about interacting with a 78-year-old from Florida who is not allowing his kids to watch this show because of the profanity. And then on the complete other side of the spectrum, we have your parents who are playing Fortnite with you. Yeah. With me, with my grandkids, with my nieces, nephews. Don't old people get up in like two hours? No, not my parents. They're pretty chill. How old are they? So so they're not, they're not seventies yet. They're my dad. They're both like 62, 63. Okay. All right. They're in the range. Yeah, my dad retired probably five, six years ago. My oh. mom, same. So they're like, whatever. Oh, they're they're actually hip, hip yeah. parents. That's yeah, awesome. Pretty awesome. That's really cool. I mean, is this like an addiction? Is it bad? I mean, remember Farmville? Oh my god! Yes. So my mom was one of those Farmville people that <laughs> you had to like. Uh, I don't know. Intervene. Can I trade some corn with you? <laughs> yes. Uh, my dad, not so much. He just likes, you know, just the technical aspects. I mean, we've all got our vices. I downloaded the Simpsons tapped out game 10 years ago. I can't tell you how much money I've spent on that bullshit. Oh, yeah. No, Fortnite free game. I d- couldn't even calculate how much I've spent on it over the years between me and my kids. And, you know, but anyway, this isn't about Fortnite. It's about bucks. So. No, uh, Fortnite's good. Fortnite came up on the show earlier this week. Bart Lundy plays Fortnite. Oh, yeah. Well, and I do have all the Giannis skins and whatnot on there, so. Well, definitely. That was pretty cool. I know what that means. Yeah. Yeah. You pay money and you get Giannis stuff. Oh. Sounds cool. Yeah, it's all right. Kevin, did I ever tell you what the best (laughs) prank my friends ever pulled? Oh, God. I'm, I'm almost scared. Oh, they uh, they all listen to the show. I'm so sorry. He's about to out everything here. But uh, 
My my one friend spends so much money on Madden, on his ultimate team, so much money. Wow. That my other two friends sent him a box of cards from Tops and put a note on it saying, hey, just want to thank you for how much you love our game. Love EA Sports. <laughs> and he was like, he was like so thankful and he just thought it was so cool. <laughs> and they felt so bad, so they had to tell him. That's awful. I know. Faking. All right, Dave, get go say hi to your parents for me, all right? Yeah, I will. We'll talk to you guys later. Say hi to your mother for me, okay? <laughs> See ya. That's pretty cool, man. He's got he's got parents playing Fortnite. So can I be dismissed? Yeah, I'm gonna. I got Matt here, and then I'm gonna wrap up. So you All can right. leave then, if you want. Then I'll just stay on. All right, Matt's been commenting throughout the night, and here he is, Matt. What's going on, Bart? What's up, Kevin? Nice to meet you. Qué pasó? Hey, qué pasó, mi amigo? Uh, not much, man. That's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you need. Ah. Uh, Oh, I kept Tommy and Bucks because that was a good game. But, man, Giannis had to do it all by himself, man. It took a little bit, but. I, do I hear Tim in the background or you got the show on? Somewhere? Yeah, I'll turn that off. Hold on. That's on, a, that's on my laptop. One second. No, good. I'm, I'm, I mean, thanks. Yeah, I got them both going. Give me a second. Yeah, it's. All right. All right. Better? Sure. Sure. <laughs> um, I still hear something somewhere. Ugh. How many screens you got me on? I had two. I had one laptop, and I had to go to the phone because it was come. It wasn't coming up on the uh, uh, screen. So, Badger Bloody's back. He says, "What are you chewing on? It better be Copenhagen." <laughs> it is. No, it's not. It's Grizz. It's Grizz. 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 That's a ball player right there. Yeah. Oh, always, always. What do you think? Well, give of me some thoughts defense? on the game. Oh, it was great. I mean, I mean, it was terrible at first, but West came in. I was pissed about that, but he played good defense. West was zero for four. <laughs> Yeah, he didn't shoot good. His defense was good, though. Yeah, that's true. I'm, I'm like, I'm starting to get. So one of the things that doing a four-hour show I would do is I would say, "What am I really mad about? What am I sort of mad about that I can stretch for content?" Right. Correct. And on this, I don't, I don't do that. But I will say. I am sort of getting mad about how little Chris is playing. He is back. He is healthy. He shouldn't play this guy. And that's one of the first things I said in my comments was he should have been in there, especially with the last three minutes. Why why was he not in there? Because he reached his quota, I guess. That's what they said. Oh, he played his 20 minutes, and they kept zooming in on him. I'm like, all right, there's three minutes left. We need to score points. Why is he not in there? Yeah, that's starting to piss me off. 
I'm also mad that none of the young guys ever play. Oh, yeah. Why is the Rook not playing? That's I don't what know. I don't get. That, it's not like I, it's not I, like I want to see West him. Like, we've there. seen Bochamp, and he's helped. West got, what, 15 minutes, I think it was? How is the Rook not getting West played 25 time? minutes. What's that? 25. West played 25? Yeah, 25 human minutes tonight. You and I could have played 25 minutes. I don't know that we would have done as well, but. No, no I don't even like to stand for 25 straight minutes. <laughs> me neither, bud. Me neither. I do tree work, so. But I don't like standing for 25 minutes either, but the Rook should have got some playing time. I had a physical the other day, and I was like. How'd that go? Oh, I went okay. My cholesterol's like better than it should be. Well, it did go hot, up. Those but... hot pockets aren't helping, right? No, I've tried to wean off of those. Thanks. But I'm like, <laughs> well, I, I remember from back in the day, you said that that was your go-to. Well, the the thing about hot pockets is that they are good. They are good. I'm not going to lie with you. So I told the lady, like, my left shoulder always hurts. My left arm feels bad. That's cholesterol. No, she, she's like, well, how do you, like, sit during the day? I go, oh, I, like, lay on the couch on my left shoulder all day. She's like, well. That's the left, not the right. She's like, are you, like, a stupid person? How do you not equate the two? That's funny. And what was your answer to her? Uh, I don't know. You got nothing? My doctor appointment is pretty weird. So I do take Lexapro, but like whatever, I for anxiety, and it helps. But they were like trying to up my dosage. I'm like, mm. yeah, when I didn't take it, I felt weird. But when I take it, I felt good. She's like, oh, you want us to double it? I was like, no, I'm fine. No, why Why not double it? I don't need it. Eh? Debatable. I need it. <laughs> you want some? Mm-hmm. Oh, right, I'll double it, cut them in half, send them to you. Tim will take it. All right, Matt. Well, we're going to wrap up. No, that's fine, brother. I'm sorry. I just wanted to stop. No, I'm glad that you got in. It's good to talk to you. Yeah, you too, brother. Don't be a foreigner to the show. Oh, only till. No, that's fine. <laughs> and and make sure your uh, lip is as thick as it is right now every time you're on. You play I, softball? Right you're a softball player? I am. What do you play? Well, I, I used to play in high school, but that's long and far in between. Okay. I just I saw it, and I was thinking maybe you still dabbled. Ah, no, I wish. Not that good anymore. Too old for that. <laughs> but you never too old to trace a dream, Matt. No. It's done. I know. <laughs> All right, buddy. I appreciate you guys. Love the show. Love you, Matt. All right. Take care. Good night. Matt. He's a third baseman. Maybe a maybe a shortstop. Yeah, definitely infield. Got that just that that thing, man. Yeah. Well, Tim, thanks for staying up. I know you're butt ass tired. Yeah, I'm feeling it now. You and I both gotta get up and go DoorDash tomorrow. Yes, we do. It's gonna be a good day. Fridays are always good. And it's cold. And it's cold, so we're going to get tipped. 
Cold. It's cold. Tim, if I took this, if I took this and showed you a clip of it the last day we worked together at the fan, would you be like, what the fuck? Yep. I would be like, what the fuck happened? What happened and what, what is still what, happening? What what did we do? What? Unfortunately, you weren't there for me on the last day of the fan, so. No, I wasn't. I got fired on vacation, yeah. However, Kevin was there. Do you know who's who was the first show, the first shift that didn't happen because it got shut down? You. I was filling in. And I got the call like an hour, about a more a little more than an hour beforehand. Hey, we don't need you today. I'm like, okay. I was nursing a real bad hangover though. So I was kind of relieved. You know, I'm glad that your temporary joy turned into my six month pain. Yeah, sorry. That that it's clear- his pain too. Yeah. Because let's be real. Kevin was a great fill in for everybody. Yeah, it was a good second job. You guys, I, I mean, look, I, I know I, it was literally like a like a robot. I would say it every time, but I just I don't know if I've ever been more comfortable anywhere doing anything. You know, like I'd get in there and you'd have producers, you know, ready to do stuff. We'd be talking. There were, you know, I just I'd never dealt with egos. It was it, it was great. It was like what we do here. Yeah, I loved it. But, I really appreciate you hanging on the whole time. For sure, I you 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 hit it on the head. I, I you know, th- this is nine p.m. for most other people. Yeah, but you're like a TV star. Yeah, I don't he's know. TV's Kevin Holden. Oh yeah, has Timmy, has Timmy told you that story? He needs to tell you that. Timmy, you want to tell it on here on the show on the thing? Uh, I'll tell him off air. You don't want to tell him because I will. You, you you tell him. You tell him. All right. Here's here's what happened. Bard, you, I think you'll appreciate this too because, uh, you know, it's it's great to connect with people, but it's also people have an idea of what you are and who you are, and it may not necessarily be what you are. Um, so we were at McGuire's, uh, and uh, the, that other bartender I was telling you about brought this guy over to. He's like, "Yeah, you should you should meet him. This is this is Kevin Holden," and instantly in his mind. Instead of hanging out with this this guy that's hanging out with you guys, you know, me, he's hanging out with TV's Kevin Holden. He's got this idea, right? That's how she said it. And yeah, and see, there's immediately that's a problem. Like, TV's Kevin Holden shuts off at 1030. You know, like, it's a different, <laughs> it's a different thing. <clears throat> so this guy comes over, and he just is like, right here. You know what I mean? For the rest of the night, he's, you know, and he's just like, you know. Hey, dude, what do you think about this? What do you think about this? What do you think about this? And he's putting on like Limp Biscuit and and like like new metal, like '90s new metal, and trying to like mosh pit with me. And I, the problem is like you, you know, you do represent right. So I'm trying to like be as nice as I can to this guy. And it just he was there like the rest of the night, and it was it was just it was completely crazy, man. Like. You know, hanging. He was hanging out with with a concept. He wasn't hanging out with a human being. There's a better way to tell that story. Hit it. <laughs> what did I? Do? I don't know what it is, but it was. Well, yeah. After after the Bucks won the title, I went and met my brother at a bar, and some guys like, "Hey, Barton," and he was talking to me for thirty minutes. I want to go hang out with my brother. Yeah. 
yeah, it's you know you got you got a life, right? And you've spent the last X months of your life covering the Bucks. You want to go celebrate it. Where's the weirdest spot you ever got recognized? Wrigley Field. Really? <laughs> In the upper deck at Wrigley Field, and the and the best part about that was. I was with a childhood friend of mine who who was asking me the same question. You know, he's like, "Oh, I bet you get recognized places," and I'm like, "Eh, it, it happens, but it's not like a big thing." Yeah. Concession stand, and somebody says, "Oh my god, I watch you all the time on 58." And and my friend was so pissed off the rest of the night. He was like, "Fucking a!" He's like, "You're gonna talk about this for years. This is fucking terrible." And like it, it was. It really was one of the funniest things I've I've heard. You know where mine was? Where's that? My house. <laughs> Your kid? No, I was in my dr- I was in my driveway. Oh my god! At the end of my driveway, where it hits the street, because I was I had a little garden thing, and I was picking the uh, weeds out between the cracks from the sidewalk to or from my driveway to the street. Mm-hmm. And someone was like stuck in on the street and they rolled down their window and they're like, Hey, it's Bart Winkler. <laughs> like, and I was like sweaty and in my garden clothes, whatever that means. So that was my place. Dude, I, I, there's a story that one of our news anchors tells about um, this guy who was riding a motorcycle or a motorcycle bicycle and uh, was going down the street, but he was sick and he, he, like kind of crashed he must have been drunk he kind of crashed into their yard and just lost his lunch all over everything in the front yard and then when when he came out to like meet him and figure out what was going on and by the way why are you in my yard throwing up he looks up and says hey aren't you so and so wow gets recognized by this guy who's just tossed cookies on his lawn So good. All right. I still got to post this, so I'm going to hang up. All right. Kev, though, I appreciate it. Tim, I appreciate you as well. I mean, you didn't need to stay up for this. Yeah, I'm here. Look at us three boys hanging out. This is so much fun. This reminds me of uh, this reminds me of uh, the days inside the radio studio. Yeah, well, that's all it is. Same, same concept, same fun. Did I already talk about Omaha Steaks? You did. Yeah, but it might be worth, you know, mentioning. I don't know. No, I am getting a... Uh... Oh, Kevin, I should show you guys this. Hit it. So, uh, I'm not actually going to show you right now, but the guys at Sun Ant Interactive, Sun Ant, they're making me a website, and it's fucking sharp. Yeah? And I'm going to have it up soon, and it's going to be awesome. You're going to be able to go to my website and check out podcast. Learn about the people we have on the show. Uh, get the deals from our sponsors. It's another place where people can give me more money. It's going to be good. So TBAD. TBD. I didn't know that TBD. Uh, John was on here. John's a buddy of mine. John, I don't know when Timmy left the bar, but it looks like he's probably left it late. Tonight? Yeah. Didn't go. Didn't go. I don't believe you. I don't leave my house after sunset. All right. The next episode will be on Monday, posted on Monday. Super Bowl week. Live from Radio Row? Stop. I got 
Oh, no, but I am scheduled to talk to Solomon Wilcox next week from Radio Row. But all he sees around him. We need to get you to Radio Row. Horvat's going to be on Radio Row. Of course he is. Janet King. Does Alto mean stop? Means is tall. alto stop in Spanish? It, it is tall, but it also means like stop, like it's on a, it's on a, a stop signs in Mexico. Yeah, so doesn't it mean, so he wants us to stop. Yeah, either that or Janet King. Oh, he's right though. <laughs> All right, we're out. Good night, everybody. Or Thanks. good morning.